Welcome to For the Love of Beer podcast. My name is Phil Savory and I'm joined as always by my good friend Mark Harley Johnson. Hello, Habari, Hujambo, Hamjambo and Sijambo to you and all our listeners. Possibly one of the longest greetings you've ever done. Covering all bases. All bases. Uh, right, we're back with a new episode. It's been a bit of a while, but we've got something special, literally. Um, we are hitting the bucket list for the first time and it feels like a while. Um, we've managed to secure a couple of beers from uh, what is known as the Pearl of Africa, according to uh, Winston Churchill, uh, which is Uganda. Wow. And the beer is Nile Special. Um, for those of you um, who uh, are new to the podcast or haven't listened to an actual bucket list beer episode, um, myself and Mark have this list of 100 beers, 100 different countries. Um, we're getting towards now, I'd say, the final quarter. We're three quarters of the way there, aren't we, basically? Well, over. Final fifth. Over. Final fifth. We're in the final fifth. The final fifth. Yeah. Um, I think this takes us to 81. 81. Off the top of my head today. 19 I will to have to check. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, so that's our beer for today. Um, we're going to crack into them pretty soon. Just a couple of little basics um, about the beer. Beer's called Nice Special. It's a 5.6%. So it's a strong one. It's a strong one. Um, part of a range of beers produced by Nile Breweries, um, based in Uganda. Been going since 1951. Uh, there's not much of interest about the brewery, to be honest. 2001, they got bought out by Saab Miller. Oh, right, okay. And now um, they're basically in the InBev family. So, so that, that's why we've managed to get all of it. I think recently. I think so. Yeah, I don't know how quick. I, I'm assuming it was when that, if they've merged or when that, wherever that's been done, it's then probably opened up the market for it because right. it ended up it ended up sort of coming out of nowhere. This beer, didn't it? How do did we get it? Weirdly, I got a message off friend of the show Matt a few weeks ago to say that they managed to get all of it on a website. And I've just Googled it just to find out for the listeners what the website's called. And it's literally the top hit. You can just order it straight away. Why have we never done yeah, it? It was right in front of us. Yeah. But it wasn't when we were researching at the time. Well, it's a, I would probably assume that at some point I've looked into it when we had still dozens and dozens to go. And I probably didn't find a hit for it and gave up. And I thought that I was never going to get it. Yeah. But it's from Afro Vibes Limited. Um five pound a bottle I'm just looking on it now. small price to pay for the bucket Christ. list though hellfire yes but massive Isn't thanks to uh, to Matt for um, sorting them out for us definitely and uh, we're not far off tucking in the big moment has nearly arrived should we crack it open yeah so it is a big bottle list as well so it's 5.6% and it's a 500 mil bottle, so it's not far off a pint, isn't it? And I am ready. I am ready. I think we should go for it. So, firstly, it's got a foil lid, which, as we know, I'm not a great fan of. Well, you say foil lid, it's actually, it's like a foil sort of... It's just a neck, actually. A foil neck, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. The With lid, a proper lid on top. The lid is just all right, chilling. But you're still going to get the foil between your lips when you're drinking, aren't you? Yeah, I might I might take off that little bit that's just sort of that that's touching. It. I 
think we're going to have and to. And we'll go from there. Let's take the first sip. So is uh, this a standard lager then, or is it? A... This is this is their sort of premium. So they do a few different versions of it, and then they then they do some other sort of like um, stout. They do a milk stout, which sounds fucking horrendous. Yeah. Um, and like a what their version of like a Rattler would be, you know, sort of like a soft soft beer in a zero mm-hmm. percent or whatever and things like that. I didn't really look into too much detail on those moments because we only care about this one. And your first impression is. You've seen the look on my face, and it's a good look. It's a good beer. That is nice. It is good. That is good. It's quite. It's um. How how would I describe it in a word? Substantial. It is. It's packing a punch. Decent, thing, isn't it? decent punch to it. So I think we tend to find that generally we like European beers, don't we? Mm. Western European. Long distance wise, we don't have a very good history. Some of the African ones are. Some of the well, some of the African ones have been poor, but then we've had, we had one really good African beer, which was um, Jewel Brew from Gambia. Yes, yeah, we were big fans and of that. And that was a belter. Sadly, only had one bottle of it. I seem to recall. Yeah, and that's definitely one that if you could go back and drink it again, that would definitely be one of them. But we believe it doesn't exist anymore. Well, we well we think that. But we don't care because we've done it. But we had it. So, so anyway, yeah, yeah. sod the rest of you. Yeah. Uh, describe the bottle for the listeners. Describe the bottle. So it's not very appealing, is it, to be quite honest? It's a huge bottle. It's brown. It's got this foil lid. True reward being their strap line. And I'd say after a hard day of... I don't know what the Ugandans do. Maybe we'll know. get into that later. Um, hard day of doing whatever Ugandans do. I'd say this is a fantastic reward. After a day of graft... But it is weird, isn't it? The, the actual presentation in the bottle of it, it doesn't feel... Oh, I say it doesn't feel African. I mean, you've got the Ugandan flag colours sort of on there in like a sort of a ribbony type bit at the bottom. You've got a lion on the foil neck and another lion on the main sort of label and just a big Nile special in pretty boring, like, boring font. It's not very jazzy, is it? There's nothing special about it, is it? No. But it tastes good. It Obviously does. brewed in Uganda, so this is, this is from the source. This is a genuine... Genuine article. beer, isn't it? Yeah. I am well impressed with it. It's good. It's good. Straight out, I am well happy with this. It's worth uh, it's worth mentioning, actually, maybe part of the reason for why it is good, it's uh, apparently an eight-time gold winner in the Monday selection. Is it really? Yeah. We've not had, not so, had one that's won that many before. There's lots of bucket list beers that, that, have, that we've gone through that have won it or got like silver or bronze or whatever, but this yeah. has got eight golds. I don't know how many others on the bucket list actually have that kind of pedigree. I mean, that is a good mm. starting point, isn't it? Is it an old beer? Has it been years, decades, or what? No, I don't know. I didn't. It didn't. I couldn't find whether this has always been the primary one they've made, or which, or whether this is kind of a later product. Mm. Because the the brewery started in 1951, so they've been making versions of this beer since then. Right. But it's you know we'll 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 get in we'll get into that. Brewed under license from AB InBev International Brands Limited UK mm-hmm. by Nile Breweries Limited. Yes, in Nigeru, Jinja, Uganda. So does that mean it's brewed here or there? No, I mean it's very it's got Ugandan stuff all over the bottle. I, I would think that this is genuine Ugandan stuff. Well, Denial is not just a river in Egypt, Mark, as you know. 
Yes, well, this it's, is brewed at the source it's, it's, of the Nile. It's actually, it's actually brewed by the Nile because mm. Uganda is um, is sort of like an entry point for the Nile. For the Nile. So imagine like Egypt or whatever is like the top end. Okay. Uganda is down by the equator, and the Nile is like. Um, I believe there's debate there. over the source of the Nile, though. I mean, does this really originate? I mean, from the water source? would be involved. In the mm. production, obviously. So why why would it not be water from the Nile? I suppose so. Do you reckon it comes from the Nile? Are we drinking Nile water here? Flavoured, obviously. I'd like to just think we are. It's distinctly possible, isn't it? Mm. Probably closer to the Nile than I've ever been before. Maybe that's where the twang comes from. Maybe it is. It's a bit of sewage. Mm. Although, how well how well irrigated is the Nile, do you think? It must. Be, do you think it's in better nick than our... Uh, our oceans and seas. It depends whether their government have passed any legislation for that. <laughs> <laughs> like ours recently. <laughs> it can't be much worse, can it? Decent. This is decent beer. I'm, I'm off to a good start. I'm happy with that. Alternate your alcoholic drinks with non-alcoholic drinks, mm. and that's next to some. Um, don't drink if you're pregnant, and don't drink drive signs. So, I mean, obvious valuable information. Advice. So yeah, I mean. It's not overly appealing, is it, the bottle? But it's alright. But the beer's good. It's a good beer. So, Uganda. Mm. I think we often play this game, especially with African countries. So, I'm going to ask you, is it or is it not a Commonwealth country? Yes, it is. It is. You I are, know that. You are correct. About five minutes ago, just before we started, I googled Uganda. And I saw a picture of the Queen there, so I assumed it was. Yes. No longer the queen. No longer the queen. Well, she is the queen. She's just dead. Dead. Yeah. Which, uh, obviously, I'm not going to say anything negative about the queen because, you know. Because she's dead. Because she's well, even if she were alive, um, it, it it is what it is. It's a, it's a huge moment in history and yep. that we're living through, and uh, yeah, we've got an extra day off work. Two free bank holidays. This, extra free bank holidays this year. We've had the party June from her. Before. Yeah. 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 So you can't fault that, can you? No, she's sorted us out there, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's sorted us out. Yeah. Although she did she did stiff us a bit with the football. We lost a weekend's football for no good reason. Yeah, and then I could understand the logic if they cancelled all football for the 10 days of the morning period. But they didn't. But they've just cracked back on with it. Yeah. Like this week. I, I don't really understand why the first lot got cancelled. Surely have people in the ground singing God Save the Queen or not. I mean I wouldn't but you know just do that it's fine people still need to carry on with their lives and crack on I, well, I, unfortunately you had to go to work didn't I, you? So. I was more just pissed off the fact that the other sports like rugby and golf and cricket and stuff they all just kind of yeah. they, had a day, they had a day off and then they were back on it weren't they Yeah. whereas, uh, whereas football it was just like no can't be trusted yeah the working man sport got shafted cannot be trusted yeah um, this weekend we're recording this before the funeral so she hasn't actually gone in the ground yet well question for you about that now I've googled this earlier today because I've got a theory you know that so the Queen last night we're, what day is it, is it Wednesday today we're so Wednesday, Tuesday yeah. night the Queen came from Edinburgh down to London yeah so thousands and thousands of people filed past the coffin yesterday there was one woman who went round like seven times, like it was Nemesis oh, at Old Towers. I saw that, and she had all the wristbands on. Yeah. And how's that fair on all the other people in the queue? Why don't they just tell her to piss off? What twat. I know. Anyway. So, thousands and thousands of people going round the coffin in London and 
Edinburgh. Do you think she's actually in the coffin, or do you think that's a decoy? There's no need for her to be... I mean, she's not at risk because she's dead, but you know what I mean. That's going to be... Do you think they've pickled her for the future? I, I think that coffin on the telly and that everyone's walking past is empty. I think she's already made her way down down to London and she's wherever wherever she needs to be. I think that coffin's empty. I Why would they put the body at risk? What's it at risk of? Bombs. She's dead anyway. True. But it's... It's I suppose signal, the only thing to hammer, I mean I haven't seen it but they have to do the whole, they have the whole thing where they carry her on a uh, she's sort of put on a uh, like a wagon or whatever and they mm. wheel her through don't they mm-hmm. and then they, they, they pick her up and take her into the actual um, abbey yeah yeah on the show imagine being one of those blokes you'd be shitting yourself you'd be you? absolutely bricking it wouldn't that's you that's why I think things like that the risk that goes with that and the pressure that they could you imagine if they dropped it and they're young lads a lot of them are probably working class they're normal people and they've got that pressure on their shoulders to be fair they're cut what they call extreme guards they're probably they're probably they're probably posh posh army boys rather than very true yeah Um, so I think it's empty I mean there's probably a couple of bricks in it or something but I don't I don't know apparently it's lead lines so it's it's so Superman, Superman can't Superman can't see through it. Basically. No, it's bulletproof, isn't it? And you know, yeah. bombproof and all that sort of stuff. I don't believe it though. I think the coffin's empty. And I googled it earlier on, and no one else has come up with my theory. But I think I'm onto something here. I think it's empty. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, I think it's been. It may, might even still be bad moral. You know, the real one. Nobody will know. No, nobody knows. And they'll just sneak it down one night, stick her in a you know one of them private ambulances. Straight down the A1, or even on the train, because there's been mm. loads of debate about the Royal Train. Yeah, apparently that is in Scotland somewhere, so it's going to have to get back down south. So there is a carriage on the train that's been specially adapted to fit a coffin into it, and then there's like a swiveling thing on it, apparently, which twists it 90 degrees. Yeah, so it can get in the carriage because the doors weren't wide enough, so they've had it adapted at taxpayer expense. Yes, it's an extender. And now, and, now, yeah, and now they're not using it, so there's been loads of kick-off about it. Um, so I, I, know, I, think, I think she's still probably in Scotland, you know. Either that, or she's already been here since whatever day it was. I'd, uh, I would imagine that... You might be right about the, the coffin, whatever, that we've seen, that's been seen today. She might not be in it. Yeah. And the whole thing of lying, she states she's not actually there. That's believable. Yeah. I gen I think the the journey down from Scotland to London, and going to Buckingham Palace, I'd like to think that that she's in there. But then after that point, I mean, who knows? Nobody would. Know no one's ever going to know. No one's ever going to know. If it's empty, it's empty. No one's going to know. No. And is it really that important anyway? Apart from like the suckers lined up to to see it. Exactly. You know they think that she's in there. If she is or isn't, it doesn't really matter, does it? Thirty Probably hour. They believe it. Thirty hour queue. Why would you? But then a couple of my friends on Facebook went to Edinburgh yesterday and they only queued for two hours. Mm. It's not for me, but yeah. it's not for me. Yeah, I, it's it's one. Of the, I don't. I don't have. I don't have a negative thing, negative thing to say about about the Queen, and you know, it's it's a, it's a it's a big moment, a big event. I think where I'm sort of finding, I'm finding it sort of um, 
uh, a bit amusing is is all of the sort of the stuff around it, like the the um, some of the some of the the nature of some of the grieving, or some of the silly things that the the not the protocols so much that are like the official type stuff. That's all like fine. It's all sort of old and weird, and it's like whatever. It's more things like companies or or societies and institutions that feel compelled to say something or do something. Like, so there's an estate agents in town that I walked past this morning. So instead of all the houses in the window of the estate agents, yeah. they've got different pictures of Liz. That's what I mean. Years. Just why? No, why? Like the weather. That they cancelled the weather. They basically <laughs> just said. They just said. Like the Met Office basically said. We're just we're not going to give you any weather apart from weather now. I was like, well, I could look out my window and see that. I want to know what the weather's going to be like at the weekend. Yeah. And then I think they I don't know if they changed their minds or whatever, but just stuff like that. The the British Kebab Awards weighed in to obviously offer their condolences. It's things like that. It's Centre like, Park sending everyone home for the day. Yeah. Apparently they're backpedal on that. Yeah, they have. Yeah, rightly so as well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Who who in the like the top levels of centre parks ever thought that that was a good idea and the right thing to do yeah what on earth were they thinking someone's going to get a bollocking for that yeah and why did no one say we're going to get fucking roasted for this and rightly so but that, but it's the thing is you just you get you'll get certain things certain people that just are falling over themselves like grieve the hardest do you know what I mean <laughs> I went past a bus this morning that had Queen Elizabeth from whatever years so like, why why does a bus need to be saying that I mean I had a steak baked from Greg's and they devoted one of the and they had yesterday and they they devoted one of the actual screens to seriously her. yeah sake. but things like that apparently even like like when you go into Mackey's and you go into McDonald's all the self service touch screens are like all her face oh, Jesus it's stuff like that where I just think like that's too far that's just too, why no one no one is going to judge you or think any different of you for just you know just carry on. Keep calm and carry on. Isn't that what we're supposed to be That's all about? She, she That's want. what she would have yeah. wanted. But yeah, I just don't understand it. Like all the self, the little scan and shop things at Sainsbury's, the little scanny guns. Have they got it on? They all went to, they all, they're all set to black. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what a world. What a world. What a world. Just, I mean. Why? Yeah. That's just the thing. Why? My issue isn't with the Queen. My issue is with ever, all so the knobheads and all yeah. of the other sort of shit that's attributed to it just unnecessary like faffing about with daily life well maybe on our socials we should put you know one of them banners on our picture you know R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth we should maybe maybe we should yeah maybe we should do something we should something. join in with it we should do something yeah you can't yeah. beat me join them I feel like we're not grieving enough I'm definitely not but I'm happy with that yeah I'm happy with my level of grief I don't really have any. Yeah, I'll watch all the main shit. I'll, I'll watch it all, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll. If I can finally sum it up, I'd say all them people on that same day that she died, that have got family members or loved ones that have died that day, and they don't know what they're doing. They yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah. They don't know how they died or why they died, anything like that, and they don't know how they're going to pay for the funeral. Yeah. And that's all been cast aside for all these bollocks then surely we should be thinking about them sort of people. Yeah. That's my opinion of it. But then we're probably going to lose all the listeners we've got here. Huh? Well, we, <laughs> we haven't got many. So. We don't care. We've never, we've never, <laughs> we don't, I mean, at the same time, if you're listening, we love you, but at the same time, we don't really care that much. Yeah. 
I appreciate that if, people if, want to grieve about it, and that's your. We're well, not. We're not competent. You want it, you want we're not competent enough to have a successful podcast. We're Therefore, not. we don't. We're not heavily invested in <laughs> policing our listeners. Yeah, it's like if you don't like it, you've already stopped listening. <laughs> um, okay, let's. Do you think crack. the Queen drink oh. now special? Do I think the Queen would? Yes. Um, is this sort of like a spin on the ambassador question really early? Um, yes. All right, would, Charles, would King, King Charles, Charles... So we have a king now. Would King Charles drink now special? I think he would. I think he would. Yeah. He's probably more of a bitters man, to be honest. Do you reckon? I think so. Harry would drink this. Harry is a lager man, clearly. He's definitely a lager man. One of the people, isn't he? Yes, definitely. Harry is on royal. board with this, 100%. Yeah. Um, Harry about, would definitely drink it. Probably has. More than likely. What about the ambassador? Uh, oh, God, we're going early with this. Um... This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I feel like we're maybe a bit harsh on African beers because the presentation on all of them seems to be quite similar. It's... I think with this one, it's a Commonwealth <clears throat> beer. Yeah. So Afri- African countries within the Commonwealth that that kind of bumps them up a bit more in terms of diplomatic status. True. So that it's got that. It's high percentage, unusual flavour, and it's the way it's presented. It doesn't necessarily. It, it it's kind of a you know obviously it says premium beer so it's kind of selling itself as a premium product. So it I'm gonna premium, say isn't it? It I'm is. gonna say yes. Do you reckon? Yes. It's probably the first African beer that the ambassador is gonna be on board with. I think it's, from it's what I can remember. Brewed from the blood, sweat, and tears and shit of the Nile. Mm. And some water. I like it. It's a good bit. Have you got any other Uganda facts for me? Um, I wouldn't say it's a massively interesting country at oh. first glance. Okay. But the first thing I did was I went onto YouTube and I thought I'll watch, you know, I'll watch a little video and it'll give me some fun facts about Uganda or whatever. Have you been doing this at work today, by the way? No, I did. I did a little bit last night. Um, sort of after the football, hadn't quite gone off to sleep, so I'm just sort of, you know, as you do. Passed a bit of time. And then I did a little, a little bit of work. Um, but yeah, I watched this video on YouTube and I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then when I went to look at some stuff today, almost everything that was in that YouTube video was absolute bollocks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was like stuff like, it was it was stuff like, you know, that they produced the second highest amount of bananas or whatever. Utter, utter, utter bollocks. They're like, they're nowhere near. <laughs> You know, so it's just, just all bullshit, interestingly, though. where do you think in the world produces the most bananas? Ooh, now there's a question. Um, are we talking continent or country? country. Specific country. Ooh, this will blow your mind. I promise you. Am I not going to expect this? No. Well, no. depends on the logic that you use. Clearly, somewhere African. I'm saying nothing. Um, do you ever, do you ever notice where all your all the bananas that we buy in the shops where they come from? I feel like I've seen it on labels, but, but I've it, never really but taken it, any notice of it. Because that was my first thought. But it's not like New Zealand or something. No, like that, no, 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 no. Okay, go on. Enlighten me. So, almost every bunch of bananas I've, I think I've ever bought has always had a sticker on it, and they've always come from Costa Rica. Yeah. So I just assumed Costa Rica was the 
you know, banana capital, of banana the world. banana republic. But no, apparently it's India. 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 Really? Yeah. I wouldn't about that. No, that's what I said. Wow. And and most definitely not Uganda. Well, Uganda was supposed to be set according to this YouTube video. Uganda was second, but that's also bollocks. Who put this YouTube video together? I don't know. Probably some random Ugandan fella. Um, and the second highest was China. What for Again, bananas? Bananas from China. Really? I know. They produce anything. But again, they don't export it, do they? They're just, they're just bananas, Chinese bananas for Chinese people. A bit like snow. Mm. Maybe they're shit bananas. Maybe. We'll never know. Because unless you're in China, I don't think you'll ever eat a Chinese banana. I feel like I need to go to China at some point in my life. Why? I'd like to go to Hong Kong, to be fair. Would you? Yeah, I would. Japan's a bucket list country for me, but Why? also... Why Japan? I don't know, I just love, I just love the... Uh, we're getting off piece here with Uganda, but the thing I love about Japan is it's just culturally it's so different. And I like the sort of the, the, the way the cities are and all the and, and sort of the mixture of like the very modern, the very right. traditional. I can't say I've ever looked into it. You go there and you very feel like a giant because everyone's like five foot tall. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, you'd fit, you'd fit well. right in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so anyway... Um, bananas bananas moving on from bananas so Uganda capital city Kampala not much interesting about that um, apparently it is supposed supposed to be said to be the best um, almost say say best uh, sort of most clearest um, English speaking country in Africa oh. which makes me think what the fuck are they doing in South Africa because I know there's like Afrikaans yeah. I think he's a language but I thought the predominant language there was English, but maybe I could be ignorant. But I did as well. Everyone in Uganda learns English, and pretty much everyone in Uganda can speak English. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I yeah. wouldn't have thought that. Uh, Surprising country, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, here's another thing that will blow your mind. 48% of the country are under 15. Wow, they've had a busy... Last sort so of either 15, 20 years, they've they? had an absolute shagathon in the last like decade or whatever, as they've sort of become a more developed country, or the life expectancy is quite poor. But it seems to be one of the more emerging sort of African countries. Are we going to die from drinking this beer? Nah, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> be fine. They sell it online. What could be? What could go wrong? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Plus, I think Matt's had it and he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's lived on it, he drank it first. Yeah, 48%. And interestingly enough, when I looked, because when I was on the webpage for the brewery earlier on, there's like a, a, a boring, like a corporate about us type thing, and it's pretty boring. And there's another thing where you can see like the executive board. And you've got like a token white guy, obviously runs it all. Because. And then, you, and then obviously every, you've got everyone else. And they literally all look like they've just left uni. So it's just odd, it, it's it? just a very young country. In terms Why? of like the population is very very young. Do you think they've been paying people to breed or something? I'd I'd say either the life expectancy is really shit or they've just had an absolute. But even like, then though, fuck even fest. for all of them to be under fifteen is not half of them. Quite literally half of them. Yeah, that's a bizarre stat. Isn't it's it? like every other building must be a school. I wonder why. Crazy. Something must have happened there. It's just, it's a mind-boggling stat. I couldn't get my head around how that, how that society functions. I don't understand that. I really don't. Because they're like over 65s, whatever, their pensioners only account for like 2% of their population. 
Well, at least you don't have problems paying for no. you know for people to live. Obviously, you just you you, you don't you just don't get past sixty, do you? Um, okay, so I'll I'll give wow. you a I'll I'll give you a question. I'll pose you a question cool. that you won't know the answer to, <laughs> but I'm going to give you a clue to figure it out. Okay. So, what famous? So Uganda's most famous delicacy. Ooh. Is a type of watch. What is it? A type of watch? Yes. I don't know. Go on. Rolex. Okay. So their main delicacy is called Rolex. What is it? So it's like a chapati, um, it's like a tortilla type thing. Yeah. And then what they do is they put like onion, tomato, and stuff, and then eggs. Um, like a sort of scrambled egg omelette type thing and then they roll it rolled eggs roll eggs that's where it comes ah. from so that's their like popular street food type that's their main delicacy cuisine roll eggs it, yeah. it looks it looked quite nice yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. I've got a strong stomach I'll give it a go like we made the pupusas didn't we with um, we could have done with that, Costa, it? Was it, that was Costa Rica funny enough I think I it think was. it was yeah um, was it El Salvador I know it was around there so yeah some point maybe we should make Rolex. Some Rolex. Some Rolex. Okay. Uh, I said it was on the equator, didn't I? Yes. Oh, this was another thing that came up in the video that I that I that I questioned. So they had a whole big bit of the video they dedicated to a guy called Idi Amin, and I'd heard of Idi Amin, and he was and the video kind of sold him as kind of the founder of like modern Uganda, like the like you know one of the most famous Ugandans of all time, kind of like they're like main figurehead whatever and I was like yeah I've, I've heard that name but I thought he was a bastard anyway I looked it up and it turns out he was his nickname was literally the um, the butcher of Uganda really? yeah he was like a proper like des- mad like, despot type started off as a cook in the army in the British colonial army back in the 19 whatever post war just after the war okay so he joined as a cook and then eventually got one of the senior positions in the army and then the the head of the army at the time was then investigating him for mysterious sort of financial circumstances. So obviously he was doing something shifty, shady. While he was still a chef? No, while no he was... he'd been promoted from chef. He'd right, been okay. promoted. He, he was like a major or whatever. He was a senior, okay. senior military figure. Right. And then they were basically investigating because he'd obviously been diddling on the side with money or doing something he shouldn't have been doing. And then he basically uh, sort of manufactured a coup d'etat to um, dispose this military leader and then assumed military rule of Uganda and basically ruled with an iron fist for something like eight years and managed to get through about 300,000 people he managed to slaughter. Because they Uganda have sort of your typical sort of um, what you would say sort of black sort of African type, and then you have Indian Ugandans, and essentially it's it was a form of ethnic cleansing where he was basically trying to just wipe them all out. When was this? Decade wise. Seventies, yeah, nineteen seventies. Obviously, wow. they're part of the Commonwealth throughout all say, of this, this. Through all of this, so Lizzie's obviously Lizzie's at the wheel. Wow. Um, and it wasn't until 1977 that we actually cut off ties with him. With you, you know, they were independent. They were independent from us from '62, but they're still part of the Commonwealth. So they weren't a colony, a 
colony by the point he was in charge. Wow. But still part of the Commonwealth. So, 77, apparently, we stopped talking to them. Basically said, you're just on another planet. We just don't want to deal with you. Um, so what he then did was basically he said that he had uh, he'd kind of defeated the British or defeated the monarchy or whatever and gave himself the title of CBE. Um, con- conqueror of the British Empire. He gave himself. Wow. And um, eventually he got ousted and then fled to Saudi Arabia where he only died about 20 years ago of um, some sort of organ failure. But apparent absolute prick. He um, like a right cunt. By all accounts, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure they made a film of him, but I, I don't know. Wow. The name, the name rang a bell anyway. But yeah, wow. the video was like made him out to be like this like guy that was like, you know. Need to be worried about the maker of that film. I know. I know. It's full of shit. And the other, if you search on YouTube for, again, Uganda, um, you'll get another video which is like a... <laughs> Uh, probably in dangerous territory here, but there's like a um, it was like a Ugandan news program, um, like news night, Ugandan news night, say, and you've got the host, and he has like a, a I say a woman on there, but she's a transgender woman or transitioning to be a man, or is a woman dressed as a man. The video is very confusing. Yeah, the video is very confusing because the guy like starts off and he and he says like uh, I won't do the accent because it's offensive. Will I? No, I won't. It's offensive. So he says, like, why, why are you transgender or whatever? And he says, why are you gay? And he got very confused. He didn't understand what her, what her point was. And then at some point through the, through the interview, she's trying to answer the questions, and he just doesn't understand. And he was like, but you are a gay. And she's like, but then you, you, are, you are with penis or whatever, or you're not with penis and stuff like this. And then this other guy sort of joins the interview. So clearly they have like two sides. It's supposed to be like a debate. And they have this like pastor um, from, uh, you know, Ugandan church or whatever. And he comes on, but he, he doesn't just, he doesn't just sort of come on and sit and talk. He has like a bag of props. So he comes, so he, <laughs> so he just, so he basically sits down and he starts just taking out, like going off on a rant and starts taking out like vegetables <laughs> and he's just going on this whole thing and he's doing this whole thing he's going they uh you know they they um insert carrots in themselves and he's putting out cucumbers basically any vegetable that you could basically shove up your ass he was bringing out of this bag and basically trying to make the point that that the, you know that this 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 these people are um you know they're sick they're evil they put vegetables in themselves and they did it <laughs> and it was just wow. absolutely was it all in English as well? Yeah, yeah, because it's because it's in Uganda, so it's all in all in English. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's um, it's quite the watch. Um, it, it's safe to say we're we're quite a bit further ahead in wow. terms of our acceptance. I like to hope so. Yeah, yeah, it was it was um, I felt quite sorry for uh, the poor. I'd like to say well the poor girl, but it wasn't. She was claiming to be a guy. I sound it's, it's a mess. Uh, let's move on before I get myself cancelled again. Um, you know what I think I'm oh actually here's a good one so Uganda's on the equator right so it's quite hot so um, say you're going on holiday to Uganda what clothes are you going to pack or say you're getting off the plane what are you wearing basically it's the sort of place where as soon as you open the door the heat's going to hit you in the face isn't it short shorts probably 
sandal sliders. Mm. Um, as thin a t-shirt as possible. Okay, shorts, massive no-no in Uganda. Oh, God, why? Because they say that in Uganda, only boys wear shorts because men wear trousers. Men wear the trousers. Sweat your bollocks off. I guess you would wear linen trousers, couldn't you? Okay. Um, So, apparently, yeah, you get past a certain age and you're not supposed to wear shorts anymore. You know, once you become a man, you wear trousers. Shorts are for boys. Okay. And the women... If you wear shorts or skirts, or whatever, and showing your legs, then you, you just get mistaken for a prostitute. You just get assumed that you're a prostitute. Right, okay. Supposedly, so it's very frowned upon. So if you get your legs out, you get your legs out, you're either a prostitute or you're basically... A, a man boy. A man a young, yeah. Well, speaking of which, last week, I took the wife for a nice short break to Geneva. Mm. It wasn't until we got there, I went to check into the hotel, to another hotel. Oh, they have them here, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So anyway, goes around the corner to check, to check into it. Look down the road, and it was the red light district. In Stayed Geneva. In the middle of the Genevan red light district, would you believe? Yeah. Noise all night, mm. prostitutes standing on the street corners, as in at the literally the corner of our room. Yeah. Um, Wait, the corner of the room, like, while you're in there? Yeah. Like a lamp? Fortunately, we were, like, four floors up. Oh, right. I thought you meant literally in the corner of your hotel room. There was just, no. like, a prostitute, basically, Thankfully there. Not. Just sat, like, checking her phone, waiting just for the next. Just in there, like, in the leather shorts. Walked in the wrong room. Are <laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah>. my 7.30? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, red light district. What a romantic breakaway that, you know, mm. turned out to me. Anything to recommend about Geneva or your, your general trip? Any places that you would definitely say was... recommend to go to? I'll come back to it mm. because we're going to have some Swiss stuff to talk about soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a tease, yeah. Yes. That's a tease. I probably should have Whenever that we... story ready for um, we, no, no, Our track record, we're months away from getting to another recording anyway very at the true. moment. Yeah, very true. Busy men. Don't worry, there's more to talk about the red light district. Uh... There isn't, but anyway. Oh, okay. Okay. Consider that not a tease. Consider that a likely future letdown. Yes. As always... We went to um, actually the last time we the last time we recorded uh, was that before or after our last trip to London. I think it was before. Was it before? Yeah. Yeah, because we went to London, didn't we? We, we had, did. Uh, we had a good day out. We had we had a steagle on the beach. Oh, fantastic! That was sensational. Wasn't it just? It was really good. We had a good few beers there. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't do a recording on the day. I think my battery life was a severe problem. Yeah. Because my battery Especially actually died after on the I train. Norwich for ninety minutes. Yeah. Yeah, there was that. Pub that promised both BT and Sky happened to only have one. Yeah. And it was BT, weirdly. Yeah. What pub has BT when Sky? But anyway. Massively backwards. Yeah. Sting on the and beach. as it turned out, we won and you lost. Uh, drew, sorry. So. We both drew. Yes, you're right, actually. But it, it felt like a, it felt more of a defeat for, for my it team. It did, yeah. We were 1-1, Wigan. Um, Which, yeah, we, we did, battered them for 90 minutes. Yeah. Little did I know that, that that day was pretty much the end of our season almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting much better, is it? It, it really isn't. It really isn't. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good day out. We actually, um, the reason why I bring it up was because on the, um, we had a, we got a taxi, didn't we, to the station yes. before we got the, we got the train. And the taxi driver that we had, because he's done the whole thing of, oh, was the whole thing of, you know, who was the most famous person about in Cav or whatever. And he gave us an amazing anecdote about Daniel Sturridge, former Liverpool striker Daniel Sturridge. 
who you know I really like. You know, he was he was he was great for Liverpool till injuries and stuff got in the way. But he said he was he was probably the most famous fare he'd had. Um, but he'd he'd actually threatened to throw him out of the cab because he whenever he picked him up he refused to wear a seatbelt. So we were both sitting in the back at this point. We were sat in the back while he was telling us the story about how like how he was he basically said look if you're not wearing a seatbelt then basically you know get out of my cab. Obviously we both had our seatbelts on. Yeah, you know as we do. So um, so yeah it was an interesting story and as he told it it went on for quite a bit because he was he, he started to go on off on other tangents and stuff and talking about his brothers and stuff. He obviously knew the family. And, uh, you know, his brother was really nice, whatever, but he was, you know, all this sort of stuff. Anyway, that that's all kind of by the by. And then I realised, he'd finished telling the story, and then, um, and I kind of, like, paused for a second, and then I looked, and the driver wasn't wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> I just, uh, I couldn't get my head around that. But it wasn't that he wasn't wearing the seatbelt, he deliberately... Put, it put the seatbelt behind himself yeah. and clipped it in, so that obviously because the car, the way the cars are, it's like the, once you're sat in the seat, it knows the pressure and whatever, and knows if your seatbelt's off. Yeah, oh, that's funny. What was a cock? Yeah, it was a cock. Wasn't it? it was a cock. Right, um, let's get to the the sort of the crunch really with this beer. Well, I'm well beyond this beer. I've been talking a lot. You could tell I've, I've, I'm the one who's done all the research and had the agenda set out because I've been talking and you've just been drinking. You've done all the work. So, so this beer for me. What? Yeah. You know, apparently when you you see or you see someone or you meet some like a woman and you know within like however many seconds that you know she's the one for you she's or the whatever. One. I feel like that with this beer. Really? I feel like after that first sip, I knew straight away what I was going to grade it. I knew. Okay. And I've not changed it throughout the... I've drank the whole bottle. I've not changed. I know right from the start to the end of the episode, I knew what I was going to rate this. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a fairly clear picture in my mind. But I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, wa- I'm wavering a little bit. Barbecue. I think it's a bit strong for a barbecue. Um, it's a weird one in that actually... Yeah, it's probably better suited for the ambassador than it is for a barbecue. Yeah, because it's it's high percentage, but it's also it's quite a um, as a session beer. It's quite a demanding drink. It's too much for a session, isn't it? Yeah, you could have one, and then you're onto the Fosters. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going Fosters, but you're, you're onto on something it. lighter. You're onto the snow. The four percent. Your four percenters, four and a half percenters is kind of yeah where you'd move it's to. It's too much, but it's a great beer. It really is a great beer. It's good. Um, now I don't, don't want to give away, show my hand here, um, literally, but um, it's not my favourite African beer. Now I think I know what you're going to rate this. Yeah, I I I I feel kind of fairly. Thinking back, thinking back to the to the my favourite African beer so far, and how I rated that, I have to rate this in accordance in line with how I rated that for jewellery. Yeah, so I have to kind of measure it against that. I feel directly because it's um, because of where it's from and uh, different ty- different taste. Different, I'd say it's a different type of beer. Yeah, because it's a lager, but it's a different. It's a very different blend. Um, and it's clearly made very differently because it's it's a much different taste. But I still kind of have to I have to try and be consistent, and I have to kind of 
be fair. But yeah, weirdly, weirdly, I mean, is this the first sort of beer that's an ambassador beer but not a barbecue beer? I can't think of one that we've had that's been it's like quite that. often the other way around. Yeah, it? it's the other way around, isn't it? This way. Because yeah. so, again, it's sort of like a... It doesn't feel so much like a, a working class beer so much, does it? It feels a bit, you know, a bit, ooh. Do you reckon? Even though, even though the thing is there, it'll be, it will be that. You know, everyone, you know, everyone will drink this. What is their main work? So at the start of the episode, they said a true reward after, you know, what do Ugandans do? What's the main work over there? They're on school, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was alluding to. <laughs> After a hard day's graft of it. After a hard day's study. <laughs> get, get a couple of NAR specials down here. Why not, yeah. I mean, it's a beer made for the very, you know, very small niche adult population of Uganda. Should we get on to a rating for it? Yeah, let's, 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 uh, yeah, let's, let's rate it. Are we ready to do fingers? Let's do fingers. Okay. Body of the Dalmatian has joined us. Yeah. To, to give right us rating as well. Go on, off you go. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. So you've, got you've gone eight. Oh no, you've gone, sorry. I've, I've gone nine. I've gone seven and a half. Seven and a so half. So we're, we're a long way apart. So I thought you were going to go eight. Well, we can't rock, paper, scissors on that because that's too much of a disparity. We don't do quarters, do we? So we need, to, we need to discuss this. So I'm seven and a half, you're at nine. Right, okay. So we're talking an eight or an eight and a half. Ooh. So now we do rock, paper, scissors over that. You gave you gave Jewel Brew a nine, didn't you? I think you gave Jewel Brew a nine. And you gave it an eight, maybe. Possibly. You were I'm more sure of a that, fan of that than I was. Well, I'm sure that ended up around eight and a half. It was a it was I a think top it was a end. nine, Jewel Brew. Jewel so Brew is a massive scorer. It was a big scorer. I'd, I wish I could go back and check at this point, but we have to commit to something now. We yeah, have to give it something. I agree. <sighs> so the choice here is between 8 and 8.5 then. Do we rock, paper, scissors? So let's rock, paper, scissors for 8 or 8.5. So I win, I it's an 8. that's probably a fair way of doing it. I right? win, it's an 8. You win, it's 8.5. And we move on. Yeah. We crack right. on with our lives. So I genuinely thought you were going to go 8 there, and I thought we'd settle at 8.5. That's why I was wavering, because I was like, 7.5, because I felt like I gave Jewel Brew an 8. But then I was like, I'm wavering, because I'm not, I can't remember what I gave Jewel Brew, because I remember really liking it. You liked it more than me, and I'm sure it ended up at 9. Mm. So, I don't know. But anyway... So, I might have, I might have, I might have solved this one short. <laughs> if it wouldn't been, if it... If it wasn't for the jewel brew thing in the back of my mind, it would have been an easy eight. It would have just been a, I would have given it an eight. But you've got to go accordingly, and that's fair enough. So, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Right. Ready? Yeah. Are you ready? I'm, yeah, you're not. Ready, you don't yeah. look ready. No, I don't do the. <laughs> I can't do with the. You know, like the the, the three two one. Yeah, Is yeah. this why you're winning so often? No, I do do it instantly. Right. Okay. I just I, I can't do that as it fucks my mind up. Right, I've okay. never done it. Have right. you never noticed? I've never noticed. I'm, I always think, I'm never too busy thinking about what I'm doing and not looking at you. Two years, three years, however long now. I don't do it. I can't do the like the beat thing. I just I can't do it. So I end years. up doing that and then I do it on the fourth because I can't my mind can't cope. Three years of mind games I've never understood from you. No. That, that, that I do it I, instantly. I, I think I have a losing record and now I know why. I do do it instantly. So I'm gonna have to I'll do even, it. I'll look away from me while I do it. But I'll need to do it the way you do it now. So I'm gonna okay. have to I'm gonna have to completely rewrite how I do rock paper okay. scissors. Right, okay. We'll still do it on three. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. 
Oh, we both scissored. <laughs> we have to go again. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh, rugby scissors. Oh. Phil's in the lead. It's, it's the... See, now my mind games, it was all an elaborate, mm. long game for me. Mm. Ball building to that moment to psych you out. So it's an eight then. Eight it is. Mm. Them's the rules. Mm. But I... That's it's, not. It's it, worthy of an eight. It's worthy of an eight. It is worthy. It's worthy of an eight. And you know what? If it had been an eight and a half, I, I would have been. You know, I would have accepted it. Yeah. We live in a democracy. We do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone's opinion is the same. No. And that's fine. But this is a we really good solid beer. Where's the just again for the listeners the website where you can get it? Just because anyone that's listening Afro, to us doing the list. Exactly. AfroVibesLimited.com. £5 a bottle. It's uh, expensive. So is that within it's the UK? It is, yeah. It's, oh, okay. Um, right, right. I don't know where. But contact us. Let's have a look here. Uh, it doesn't tell you. Anyway, AfroVibesLimited. In fact, alternatively, feel free to get in touch and it's got a mobile number. Mm. We'll get back to you within 24 hours. So anyway, I assume they've not got an actual shop. Okay. Well, right, great, yeah. Go for it. Give it a go. Yeah. Well, worth a try. Even if you're not doing the list, it's, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. Good beer. Definitely. Okay, where can people find us on the socials? At FTLOB Pod, Facebook. In fact, I'm not doing that anymore. Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Scrap Facebook. I can't be arsed with it. Um, give us a follow. We can't really be asked much with the other two at the moment. No, <laughs> we've, we've, it's been busy times on it. It has, um, it has been busy times. So, yeah, give us a follow. If you can help us out with any of the bucket list beers, please do get in touch. Thanks again for listening. Um, I've been Phil. That's been Mark. Hey, you know what? Should I put the um, the uh, God Save the Queen tag at the front of the episode from that town crier? <laughs> I think you should. Even though yeah, she's I dead. Think you should, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking today about putting the Platinum Jube special back out because it'd be a good time to be. Well, you don't really re-release, do you? It's, oh, it's linking to Just it. Just as a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's good times for that. Yeah. People are going to be clicking on. Hashtags not shit. So I did think before, obviously, because I haven't edited it yet, and I, I barely edit it at all anyway. Hence why it's so sloppy when you when you end up listening to it. I thought about putting that on the front of it, and I thought, eh, yeah, but she's dead. It's got to go on this one. But I'm just going to put it on Commonwealth country, so it fits. Yeah, with the Uganda and all that. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, we've got 19 beers left after today. 19 beers to go. So there we go. So yeah, we'll be back um, whenever we're back. I apologise that we we're finding it very difficult to keep to a regular structure at the moment. That's just. It's just how it is. Um, we're not we're not professional podcasters. It's just as and when we get the chance to do it, we try and do it. And it's obviously trying to document our journey, our beer drinking journey. It's all about the journey. Thanks again for joining us, and uh, we'll be back whenever we're back. Bye. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast.